It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. If you see this face and you hear this voice, it means that the 49ers lost on Sunday and Zane <laughs> didn't get to do the intro to this podcast. You are listening to Odyssey's 49ers Web Zone No Huddle Podcast. We laugh to keep from crying. I am Brian Rennick. I am joined by Al Sacco and Zane Nakvi. And we are here to cry, to make ourselves feel better, to let you guys rant in the comment section. Whatever the case may be, all of us still need to process and recover from that nightmare in Philadelphia. And uh, I'm going to let the guy that spends all of his time on the East Coast uh, start us off here. Al, man, what happened? Welcome to the shit show. Welcome to the shit show. (laughs) Guys, here's where I have to start. We're going to get into the game, obviously, but the news broke tonight on a Monday evening that Brock Purdy does have a tear in his UCL. Uh, looks like going to be. It doesn't look like he's going to need reconstructive from what they think right now. And reconstructive would be Tommy John surgery. It does not look like he's going to need that, but it does look like a six month recovery for the repair, putting him coming back probably training camp ish, whether it's a little bit in training camp or whatever. Either way, it's, it's not good news. And it just, you know, I, I feel bad for him, but I feel bad for 49ers fans too, because in an era when QBs are protected to the point, where they're playing into their 40s, where guys are playing 7 to 10, 12 years without injuries. And I'm going to give you some specific examples. The 49ers since 2015, now some of this was because of play, but a lot of it's been because of injury. 2015, Kaepernick and Gabbert played eight games apiece. This is QB starts. QB starts started eight games apiece. 2016, Kaepernick 11, Gabbert 5. 2017, Hoyer 6, Beathard 5, Garoppolo 5. 2018, Mullins 8, Beathard 5, Garoppolo 3. 2019, Jimmy Garoppolo started every game, 19. Woo! Awesome. 2020, Mullins 8, Garoppolo 6, Beathard 2. 2021, Garoppolo 18, although he played a lot of the end of the season injured. Lance 2. And this season, Purdy 8, Garoppolo 10, Lance 2. And I'm going to throw Josh Johnson in there because he had to play in the freaking NFC Championship. How ridiculous is this? Well, listen to this, you guys. If you look at quarterbacks who have played, not somebody like a Sam Darnold who's in and out of the lineup, QBs who play every week, franchise guys, Drew Brees, he didn't miss a game in 13 years. Matt Ryan missed one game in 12 years. Russell Wilson didn't miss a game in nine years. Brady was injured once in 21 years. Derek Carr missed two games in his first eight years. Everybody said Matthew Stafford gets hurt. He did this year. But he, he played every game in 11 out of 12 years. This is not normal. Kirk Cousins played every game but two in nine years. Quarterbacks don't get hurt like this. Aaron Rodgers is somebody you say, well, Al Rodgers got hurt a couple times. He did, but he's played every game in 12 and 14 years. So he had a couple seasons where he got hurt, but it's not like this. The Niners have had one quarterback, one, play every game in the last eight years. One. It's insane. You can't make it up. And, and we'll, like I said, we'll get into the game, but the biggest kick in the balls, and we'll talk about all the, kick in the kicks in the balls that we've been through the past decade, is the Niners didn't even have a chance to compete 
because their starting quarterback got injured six six plays into the into their drive after their starting quarterback got injured in the second game of the season. And then after their next starting quarterback got injured in week 13. And the guy is probably the best of all of them, which was a freaking miracle, gets his elbow hit and tears his freak. Are you kidding me? There's not even like a precedent for this injury coming back unless you're a baseball pitcher because it doesn't happen unless you're a 49ers quarterback because let's just make up injuries at this point. What what else can go wrong? And it's if, at this point, like I, I'm not blaming anybody. I, I don't know if it's a curse. Maybe it's a curse. Maybe it's bad luck, whatever. It's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And holy shit, is it ever going to end? When Brock Purdy went down and – First of all, that's a fantastic open to the show, Brian. That was so good. I was literally like almost in tears <laughs> laughing, right? That was so good. Thank you. When when Purdy went down and he left the game and it was clear that he wasn't going to return because there was a point on the sideline where he was just standing there and, and he had his helmet on, but he wasn't throwing or anything. I'm like, he's not coming back in this game. It was at that point, I'm like, this game is over. But as soon as as soon as it was clear that he was not returning, I'm like, that's it. They don't have a chance. And Al, I'm with you. The, the thing that 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 sucks the most out of this entire situation, this was Kyle Shanahan's best team, and we'll never know. We'll never know how far they could have gone. We'll never know how they could have, how they could have competed against the number one team in the league in the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll never know if they could have gone all the way. And to me, that just stinks to holy hell. Because first of all, I. I through all of the the statistics that you pointed out, Al, specifically this year, the job that Kyle did with his first, second, third string quarterbacks, and to, to get them this far, just an all time fantastic job that that Kyle did to be able to get what he did out of this team and the, the quarterback situation that he did, unbelievable job by him. And there comes a point where you just can't sustain any more injuries, and that's exactly what happened in in this game. And I know Al that you'll get into this game, but I just. Kyle has been through, I, I think I counted 14 different quarterback changes. Even, even I'm not talking about different quarterbacks, quarterback changes, whether it's going from CJ to Garoppolo back to back to Mullins and whatever it is, 14 of them in his six years here. That's an absurd amount of turnover at the most important position, arguably in sports. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's, if it's the offensive line. I don't know if it's the scheme that's not conducive to protecting the quarterbacks well enough. I don't know if it's, I thought of this all of yesterday. I'm like, why is it that the Niners specifically that have this issue over other teams? And one of the thoughts that came to my mind was that what if it's Kyle's system and, and the amount of processing time that it takes to be able to get the ball to where it needs to go to and the quarterbacks that he's had, and you can agree, none of the, some of them have been good to very good, but none of them have been elite here in San Francisco, right? They're, they're, we can, that's something that we can agree on. And elite quarterbacks, they excel at processing. And that's something that you hear Steve Young here all the time, that he says that all the time, is, is processing speed. And when you're a young, inexperienced quarterback or a mid-level quarterback like, like Jimmy is, your processing speed is what prevents you from being elite, right, amongst the other physical traits that you have. So maybe it's the, pro- the speed at which they process is not fast enough to be conducive, to be effective in this system. And it causes them to hold the ball, which opens them up to taking more hits. Like, look, Trey's Trey's thing was kind of like a freak thing. He ran and and I he ran into the the fattest part of the line and he got hurt. But like with Jimmy and and Purdy, they were holding the ball and they got hurt in the pocket because they're waiting for stuff to happen. So, to me, I think that if you were to bring in a guy like Brady or Rogers or whoever it may be that that we'll talk about in a little bit, maybe this processing time decreases and they're able to get the ball out of their hands quicker and find an open receiver. Look, I'm not blaming Kyle for 
for Purdy's injury. It was a terrible matchup that Kyle created in his team because you put Tyler Croft, who is tight end two, and probably your your worst blocking tight end outside of outside of Kittle because I feel like Warner and Dwelly are better blocking tight ends, and you put him against against their best Hassan Reddick, their best pass rusher on the best pass rushing defensive line in the league. And yes, the Eagles did exploit that, but I wonder if you had somebody else back there that was faster at processing get the ball out faster and you, you prevent yourselves from making that injury. So look that we've seen this play happen a hundred times before where the quarterback gets his arm hit and they're totally fine and nothing happens to him. It happened we, to Josh Allen this year. Um, he didn't but he tear played it. with it, right? He didn't no, tear but it. But I'm just saying it, right? same, same play, right? Hit his arm yeah, while he's yeah. coming forward. I'm just saying same thing. Not, not the, not to the extent that Purdy did. And that's another, like, what the heck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like, I, I just think that at some point, I wonder that if you had, I mean, Josh Allen had it too. So processing speed kind of goes out the window because he's an elite quarterback. Right. But I mean, I wonder what would happen if you gave somebody who's just getting the ball out quicker to Kyle. And and if he was able to, to avoid that. Now, I think that there's, there's something that led up to that point that caused the urgency to score in that drive. As we kind of like talk about the game here a little bit. um, Maybe if they, it was a, it was a tie game. They don't feel the urgency to throw as much and they play the field position battle and they made no, it, I, it was so they, early. I just it was think sixth place. It was yeah. The sixth it was so offensive early. play of the of the game. That, but that I just was, think I just think he thought he had a shot. He, he I think he just thought he had a shot dialed up there. They took a, a but, slow. But look, here's, here's the it. thing though. Here, here's the thing though. They were already down seven nothing. If you go down fourteen nothing, if you're if you're punting on that drive and you're going down fourteen nothing, that's a really deep hole to climb out of in Philly. So I think there was urgency to score there. I think yeah, like and that that's what caused him to think that he had a shot. So again, like if this is all what ifs and we don't know. The most frustrating thing to me is not about like, oh, is this person's fault or that's that person's fault. It's the most frustrating to, thing to me is that this was one of the best 49ers teams that we've seen in a couple of decades and we'll never know because of the quarterback injury situation. We'll never know how far they could have gone, what their ceiling was. We will never know. And that is the most frustrating thing. You know, Al, you you went back all the way to 2015, right? For all of your stats for quarterbacks and 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 when they played. And like, here's the thing: just like this game, right? This is all about what ifs, and and the, there's no explanation, right? We're not going to be able to find an explanation. You know, is it a curse? Is it bad luck? Whatever the case may be, it certainly seems like it only happens to the 49ers. You went back all the way to 2015. I'd like to throw a date out for you. That date is July 17th, 2014. Anybody know what happened that day? July 17th, 2014. I feel like I should know this, and I'm disappointed that I don't. <laughs> I that, was, that was the day that Levi Stadium opened. July okay. 17th, yeah. 2014. And, and we joke, right? Is it a curse? Is it whatever? <laughs> that feels like a curse to me. Now, again, do we believe in curses? I don't know. But the 49ers have not had a quarterback start every game of the season except once since Levi Stadium opened, right? And it's like, well, what does why does that matter? Well, how far away is Levi Stadium from San Francisco, right? Like, is this like did they did they absolutely uh, curse this team to have no opportunities moving forward at the quarterback position? I have no idea. But at this point, you got to start grasping at straws, right? Because there's really no legitimate explanation for why something like this happened. And, you know, I I hear what you're saying, Zane, in terms of like, is it is it the system? 
but Matt Ryan didn't miss a game playing for Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, correct. and I imagine if you go back and you look at like how many seasons did Matt Schaub play every game under Kyle Shanahan? And I, I guarantee one out of probably two. at least one. Okay. One he did. So yeah, one. one out of two. Right. But again, and I don't know what was the context was in the year that right. he, stage Rose Rosenfeld played five games that first year. I don't know what the context was, but gotcha. Um, and I don't know if Rosenfels was the, were those the first five games? No idea. Then, I'd have to okay. go back. I just saw, oh, I yeah. just saw that shop had 11 starts and 16 in those two years. So, yeah. So it, it, I, I, I don't know that you can blame the system and then it's like, well, can you blame the offensive line? Well, Trey Lance, like you said, Zane, his was on a tackle, t- what eight yards beyond the line of scrimmage. Right. Jimmy Garoppolo's knee injury was on a scramble outside the pocket, right? Um, Jimmy Garoppolo's foot injury, again, a scramble outside the pocket, not getting rid of the ball quick enough. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo's high ankle sprain. <laughs> like we could just go on, right? But, yeah, like 21, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the thing is like, <clears throat> it, it just, it, it defies explanation. It defies logic. It defies anything that, that we could possibly come up with you know, just by trying to figure it out on our own. The the reality though is, you know, there's been a lot of talk prior to this game. What are the 49ers going to do with Trey Lance in the offseason? Are they going to trade Trey Lance? There's reports today. Uh, Mike Sando in the athletic reported, spoke to a GM. That GM thinks that the 49ers are going to trade Trey Lance and sign uh and sign Tom Brady. And I mean, his that GM drew a connection between that he said the trade would be to Tennessee, which is where Rand Carthen, who just got the job there, came from San Francisco. Um, I the 49ers need to carry four quarterbacks on this roster at this point. Like, why would they Six. be getting rid of one? Why would they be getting rid of one? And not only that, but you're incurring a a dead cap hit of almost $11 million for the season. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. If you trade Trey Lance, it, it makes make zero sense. It makes literally zero sense on six different fronts. So let's put that one to bed. Trey Lance is not going to be traded this offseason. Not only that, Trey Lance's trade capital, trade value couldn't be lower right now. Mm-hmm. So again, what are you getting for Trey Lance? Are you Are you punting on the development of Trey Lance? a 23 year old kid for a second round pick, a third round pick. You're not getting a first rounder. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I don't know. There's no answer. There's really no answer. But the, the fact of the matter is, is, is the frustrating part of that game is all it's ever going to be is a what if, you know, and yeah. I'm tired of these trash ass Eagles fans you know, taking oh, the worst. victory laps on the timeline. And it's like, you guys beat Daniel Jones, Josh Johnson, and a one-armed Brock Purdy once Josh Johnson got his concussion. And also, by the way, a lot of you Eagles fans, genuine pieces of shit for, for the way that you celebrated these injuries. Like, just an absolute yeah. trash fan base for the majority of them. So, I can't, congratulations I can't to you. I hope Patrick Mahomes whoops your ass in the Super Bowl. You guys pay so much attention to randos. <laughs> like, I don't know why you let these people get under your skin. I always say, like, with Twitter, like, if the three of us are sitting in a bar and we're talking about the Niners game or whatever, and some dude comes up to you with three teeth and weighs 400 pounds and is slurring and was like, Niners suck, you'd be like, you'd be like, get out of my face, or you'd laugh him off. But on Twitter, we're like, oh, look, look what this guy said. Who cares? That's fair. Who cares fair. what these people say? That's my whole thing. I, I tell Zane this all the time. I, I, oh, I, I think it's ridiculous. Anyway. 
<laughs> okay, guys, get into the game. We're going to have so much time to talk about this quarterback stuff. we got a long offseason. I'm texting you guys today. We need to, like, plan our offseason shows. And then it's it's the 49ers, so it's always a soap opera. So we'll have plenty of things mm-hmm. to talk about. And the quarterback thing is going to be a big point. And we'll talk all maybe more this show or next show. Believe me, there's going to be a lot of talk about who the quarterback may be. Bring Brady home. There's going to be a lot of Tom Brady talk, man. A lot of Tom Tom Brady talk, um, especially if we don't know about Lance's health. 